Welcome to BSD Talk number 181. It's Monday, December 7, 2009. I just have an interview for you today, so here it is. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking once again with Dan Langell. Welcome back to the show. G'day, Will. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, so it's, it's hard to believe that it's that time again. I did see an announcement go out about BSD Can again. So where are you in that process? Well, just today I had the second of two emails in, in the past few weeks from hotels actually asking to be listed on, on the conference website. That's that, that's kind of funny because that's never happened before. In all the previous years, I've have had to call up the hotels and say, hey, listen, can we get a package rate for our attendees? But it must be a sign of the economy that they're calling us now. I don't think it's the size of the conference. And hopefully it means that our attendees are well behaved. Uh yes, I haven't I've I've never heard of any anyone getting kicked out of uh, a hotel from one of our conferences. Pubs, yes, but not the hotel. <laughs> so at this point you're uh opening up the process for um requests for talks, right? Yes. The request for proposals went out uh the 1st of December, which is just over a week ago. We put it out earlier this year to give people a little a little bit more heads up so that they can do whatever they want to do before the holidays instead of after it. Previously, we've always sent it out about the middle of the month, and someone suggested if you put it out about two weeks earlier, it might give someone a chance to actually put together a proposal before the end of the year. So that, that, that's the main reason it went out earlier. And is the goal to have this be a similar format as previous years where there's enough speakers to have multiple tracks? Yes, that, that format's always proven to be popular. Uh, people would prefer to have too much choice rather than not enough choice. And even if, if you can't get to the talk, last year we started uh, with PGCon, uh, the recording audio and video of, of every talk. And the group that did that uh, make the recordings freely available. So they asked us again this year if we wanted them back, and we said yes. And they also offered to do BSD Can. So all the talks would be recorded, and uh, there will be video. That won't discourage people from coming along because it's although the recordings are good and they're good to watch, it's not the same as being there. And as with every conference, it's it's not the main tracks that are the greatest. The greatest track is actually the hallway track. And that is why BSG Can and PGCon have always had a, a good lengthy break between each talk. You've got half an hour to get from one talk to the next, and, and talks tend to finish about five or ten minutes before their anointed time so that people can actually ask questions and, and move leisurely from one track to the other and carry on the hallway conversations that, that actually are very important at any conference. And will this all be happening at the same location again, the University of Ottawa? Uh, yes, it will be at the University of Ottawa. But people that came in 2009 know that we weren't in the same building as 2008. 2008 was the site building, which is the engineering building at the south end of campus. But in 2009, 
PGCon was actually held in a new building at the north end of campus, the Demaray building, DMS is the initials. And that proved to be an excellent venue for a conference. In fact, we think it's superior to site. So this year, both um, BSG Can and PGCon are going to be held up at the north end of campus, which is literally about two buildings away from residents. And it, it's just a much better venue. Even just the desks, everyone has power at the desk. Um, there's built-in wireless, we use that. And my favorite, there's a Starbucks on the same floor as the conference rooms. Yeah, speaking of, of the residence hall, I guess I should remind people that uh, once the the booking numbers are available to definitely book early. I remember one year I waited a little too long and there wasn't room at the residence. The the hotels just off campus weren't too far away, but yeah. with the new location, it's, it's definitely convenient to be right there at the residence. Yes, we do get rooms set aside for us, but they aren't held forever. If you don't book them, then you're not going to get them. So book your rooms early. You can get a refund easier than you can get a room when they're all gone. But yeah, people people tend to stay on campus. The rooms aren't what you think they are. They're, they're not traditional dorm rooms. It's actually more like a hotel suite in terms of uh, you walk in, there's a bathroom to one side, to the other side there's two doors to private bedrooms, and then there's a little kitchen that is in the common area. People who are used to staying in, staying in $100, $200 a night hotels find these rooms fine for, for what they are, and they wind up costing you about $50 a night. Um, if you're sharing a room with someone else, I think the total cost of the suite is a hundred a night, but that's cheap compared to anything you can get at the hotels nearby, which will probably, which will be over a hundred dollars for, for a double room. The added advantage is, is that you're right there on campus. And I think the university provides you with a breakfast ticket. And, and speaking of bookings, I guess the traditional days of the week have also shifted this year. Oh, yes. So this will be the first year that Beastie Can is not on a Friday, Saturday. It's actually moving to a Thursday, Friday with all the traditional tourist things that were previously done on Sunday will be done on Saturday. Most people that, that fly in from Europe will want to stay over Saturday night anyway to get a cheaper um, flight. But we're going to do things touristy on Saturday starting later than normal. Normally, we start very early on Saturday. But we're going to do tourist things. We're going to be able to do more tourist things on Saturday because most people won't be flying out on Sunday until Sunday. And so you get a better feel for, for Ottawa, which is a really good place to be a tourist. This means the tutorials will be Tuesday and Wednesday? Yes. The tutorials will be Tuesday and Wednesday. And th they'll be in the same uh, Demaray building, which is um, literally five-minute walk from residence. And after... BSD can, there's PG Con, and I think in some years past, they've been, uh, you know, one following the other, but I guess now they're spaced out by a week or so? The, the first PG Con was the week after BSD can, but in 2009, we couldn't get the facilities we needed to have them in consecutive weeks, so they're a week apart. But in, in 2010, we're going to have BSD can immediately the week before PGCon. Um, there are a number of people that like to attend both conferences. There's actually a significant overlap between the two audiences. 
and some people do like to attend both. And by having the conference in consecutive weeks, they can take one flight and uh, attend two conferences. And actually, any flight to the conference is going to cost you more than your accommodation and and your attendance fee. So it, it saves a lot of money for a number of people. And speaking of, of PGCon, I think it was on the Freshports website. I saw that you were putting out a call for anyone who, who uses Twitter. Uh, in particular, there's a PGCon Twitter handle or link. I'm not quite sure what they call it yeah. uh, that you're looking uh, to maybe get a hold of. Yeah, I registered a BSD Can Twitter account and then went to use um, a PGCon Twitter account, but someone's already registered it, but they're not using it. I don't know if they're squatting or whatever, but if anyone knows who has that account, I'd sure like to use it for um, for PGCon. I did go and get an Identica account with the name of PGCon, and I'm using that, but most people seem to use Twitter. It would be nice to be able to use it and feed the PGCon updates to them. So, you know, in the past, I've traditionally gone to the BSD CAN website or the PGCon website as my main source of information. It sounds like you might be adding some Twitter or some other types of uh, social media to our information. Yes, I started up the BSD CAN tweets for 2009, and that seemed to go over well. There are a lot of people on on Twitter that were tweeting about the conference and having them be able to reference the BC can account. And from there, the website, uh, we, we got a few more followers and still you won't need to have Twitter in order to get information about the conference. Um, there's a mailing list. That's the primary way of communicating with everyone is, is through the announced mailing list. But People like Twitter, and th- things will go out on both um, streams. The important stuff that you absolutely need to know will go out on on the announced mailing list, and some things will go out on Twitter. So if you don't have Twitter, you're not going to miss anything really, really important. But if you do have Twitter, follow BSG Can, and you'll get stuff that you'll have fun with. And with these two conferences, how are you doing with sponsorship and volunteers? Um, volunteers are are very much needed this year. I, I want to delegate out some tasks that I've always done myself in the past. It'll probably take someone maybe five or six hours a week to, to do the stuff that I want them to do. And it won't be every week from now until the end of the com- until the conference starts. But I do need so- someone to, to do some website-related stuff for me. That'll leave me more time to uh, attend to core conference functions. I've had... Two sponsors already approached me regarding 2010, and, and that that's very reassuring. Uh, I was kind of concerned that with the economic downturn, people might be hesitating to sponsor the conferences this year. But I've already had two people come for BSD Can, and, and another major sponsor has come about P, PGCon. So I'm pleased about that, but we, we still need more. Please don't hesitate to contact us if, if you want to sponsor our conference. You will be welcomed. And there'll be the usual assortment of social events and other fun stuff around Ottawa. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's pretty vital to, to, to the way that we, we run the conferences. You come to gain knowledge, but I think the primary thing that you, you get out of our conferences is the relationships with the people that you meet. It's all very good and well to, to know people through mailing lists and IRC channels. 
but you really don't forge the strong working relationships until you've actually met. You, you know the person, you know much more about how they react. You've talked about your plans for what you want to do, and then you go away and you start implementing those plans. And it's really, really hard to get pissed off at people that you actually know and have shared beer with. And you're actually much more likely to work well together. And it's one of the biggest features of any conference, I think, is forming those working relationships. And do you plan on trying to offer the BSD certification at this conference? Uh, yes, there will, will be a BSD certification exam at uh, BSD CAN. So it's already listed on the bsdcertification.org website. If you have been planning to take that exam, now is a good time to start studying. Get your study material together. Start planning to take the exam. Get registered. Pay your fee. And uh, come along to BSD CAN and write the exam. If you happen to be in the area, you won't need to register for the conference to take the exam, although I hope you would. I'm trying to think if there's any other details that you might have firmed up at this point that we should relate to people. Hmm. Well, I'll give the dates. BSG CAN 2010 will be held on the 13th and 14th of May, and the tutorials will be the 11th and 12th. PG Con will be on the 20th and 21st of May. That's a Thursday, Friday. And the two days of tutorials for, for PG Con will be on the 18th and 19th. And the conference fees will be similar to past years? Yeah. Um, we haven't raised conference fees in quite a while, and we won't be raising them um, for 2010. All right. So maybe moving a little bit past these conferences, when I was looking at the FreeBSD diary, I noticed that you're starting to play with FreeBSD 8, and I thought I might take this opportunity to uh, pick your brain a little bit and see how that's working for you. Well, I recently upgraded all my servers to FreeBSD 8. I think there may be one on 7.2, but I've become pretty good at upgrading from 6.x to 7.x and then to 8.x. Uh, there's not really been any problem in upgrading the OS. There has been some problems in upgrading the applications, but that's been more along the lines of uh, some things that wouldn't install because you have to manually fetch the disk files or they're no longer used uh, under 8.0, so you have to delete them and, and rebuild the, the dependent packages. But both my main um, production servers are, are now running 8.0 without any problems. Um, my development server at home and my firewall and all those boxes are all upgraded to 8.0. I haven't upgraded my laptop, but I, have, I haven't been using my laptop a lot lately. I imagine that'll be the last system that I upgrade. But my desktop at home and my desktop at the office are both running 8.0 now. Were there particular features of FreeBSD 8 that you were looking forward to? Not particularly. Um, I haven't upgraded because I wanted to get on 8.0 for any particular feature. I just upgraded because it was out and it, se it seemed to be stable enough for everything I was doing. That's good. Comforting to hear. <laughs> mm. Yes. All right. Well, I guess that probably gives us some, some details about what's going on. So unless you have anything else, uh, maybe I'll let you go. Okay. Well, th thank you. It's been very good to talk to you again. And I'll, I'll see you again in um, May at um, BSG CAN. Absolutely. See you there. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. If you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. 
And if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 181.